Listener discretion is advised. This podcast will discuss topics such as mental health, triggers, abuse, and suicide. While we plan on keeping it fun, we also plan on keeping it real. Know your limits. Take care of yourself. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, everybody. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Mental Breakdown Podcast. The Mental Breakdown Podcast. We're so sorry that we missed you guys this past week. I know we've been busy, gals. You've been, we have, honestly, we have a lot, a lot of exciting stuff to catch you guys up on uh as to why we weren't here (laughs) (laughs) i mean i wasn't here because i was in uh new york what were you doing uh, in new york city or were you in new york city or were you just in new york um so wait i I was in new york i was in upstate new york that's where i was staying but i uh spent some time in new york city over the weekend so i was kind of in both that's super fun. But I went to go see my uh, my favorite person, and I would just leave it at that. And we had a really good time, and we saw a bunch of sights, and I forgot to take my meds. It happens to the best of us. I'll be, like, at home, and I no, forget to Elizabeth, take my meds. Girl, for real, I've been off my meds for, like, a week. That's not good. And that's a whole thing. That's a whole thing. How have you been dealing with that? But Well, that's that's one of the things I wanted to talk about. So, like, I would say that taking medication kind of in general scares me, which is why I didn't do it for a long time. Yeah, for sure. That makes and sense. I had that so, fear, too. Right. So I, I'm on the way to New York, and I was, like, four hours into my trip, I think. Three or four hours. And I was like, oh, shit. I oh, no. my meds at home. I hate it yeah. when you realize that. And I was like, I'm not, right, I'm like, I'm not going to turn around, like, you know, like, I'm four hours in, I'm not going to fucking turn around. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, screw it, we'll just see how the weekend goes, which is probably not the best solution. Not the best solution, but at that point, it's really like a, what can you do? Yeah, at that point, I was like, I'm just going to take my chances, I know that I'm going to go have a good time, so I'll be in a good mental state, so I'm just going to screw it. And yeah. honestly, like, I remember I remember asking my friend, I was like, do I seem different to you? And and he was like, no, no, like, you, you seem normal. And I was like, I mean, normal for me. <laughs> <laughs> what does that, what normal, does that word like, mean? Yeah, what do you, what is normal? What is that? You know, so, but he said I didn't really seem any different. And the only time I really noticed, like, it feeling different was on the drive home. It had been, I guess, three days about my medication. And on the drive home, I was like listening to a song and it like, it made me really happy. And I started crying and I was okay. like, cry. I was like crying and I was like, Oh no, it's just because my meds. Blah, blah, blah. And, I was, and then, and then something else in me was like, no, you're crying. Cause you're happy. That's okay. Like, mm-hmm. you can, 
you're allowed to have happy tears. And I think that like, and this is what I was telling this person. I was like, the meds made me so mellow. It was like, I didn't have emotions. Like I, yeah, they definitely, how long, well, how long, how long have you been on them? Because that happens like for the first, a lot of medications do that for the first like month or two. Yeah. Uh, I guess like two months. So yeah, you're probably like right around that breaking breaking point which is probably not 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 the best time to (laughs) to stop (laughs) it's okay you'll get back on track you'll get there yeah I gotta call my doctor and make an appointment and because because my refill ran out and so I have to call back and like get another refill and like uh, yeah for sure get that checked out adult 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 shit but it's good for you for taking care of it Yes, I will try. I will try my best to take care of it. Um. So how was your How was your week? I haven't really talked to you much. I know we've been like MIA because we try not to talk to each other, so we can do this. Um. My week's been actually yeah. pretty good. I have everything figured out with school and work. I'm just powering through the semester. I'm gonna get the semester done, and then I'm gonna work. I love my job still. I actually have some really exciting news that I can't remember if I've told oh, you about yeah. or not. No. But at the beginning of this week, me and my roommates started accidentally fostering a dog. Oh, no. A yeah. Yeah, it's super cute. Like, as like most of our listeners already know, if you're new, I have this dog named Mocha, who I absolutely love, who is my child, my star, my everything. And um, I also work at a natural dog food store. So this week, my friend called me and she was like, hey, we found this dog um, and we know you have stuff. So can you, like, come bring us food and, like, maybe a leash and help us find our owner? So me being me went the extra mile and brought my whole arsenal of dog things. And um, essentially, of course I did. And essentially we couldn't find uh, the owners. Um, There was just some things with the dog that, like, apparently its owners had, like, let it out a few times. Yeah, essentially... The dog's not going back to its owner, so we're fostering her and trying to find her a new home. She's so cute. She's a great Pyrenees. Her name is Khaleesi, because I love Game of Thrones. Let me guess. Let me guess you want to keep her. I I 100% <laughs> want to keep her. Here's the thing, though. I would love to keep her. And she's a great dog. She's super sweet. She's, like, docile. Her and Mocha play so well. But I know, because, like, right now, I live in an apartment. It's a great Pyrenees puppy. So right now, she's, like, 60... 70 pounds but they expect us they expect her to get up to like 130 um so like she needs a backyard she needs a place that she can run around in and like I just like I know if she stays with me she won't have the like healthiest happiest life possible unless I were to move but then I'd have to like keep her for like at least the rest of this lease and that would just be too much stretches on her especially since she's just a puppy and I don't want to do that to her oh you're a good dog mom I love this dog, but now we're going to find her a good new home, and she's super sweet. Like, I'm excited for the time that we do have with her, and, like, I'm sure whoever we give to her will, like, will be able to stay in their lives, and we'll be able to see her, but she's just the sweetest little pup. Oh, yeah, you're going to find the perfect home. I wouldn't worry. I for sure, I for sure want to stop start fostering dogs. I think it's really cool. Yeah, why not? I, I, I love it. I think it's great. And it makes it super easy with my do- with my job at the dog food store because I just get stuff all the time. You get free shit? Yeah, I love free shit. Mocha's so spoiled I love now, free shit. For sure. But yeah, that's been my week. My week's been pretty good. Uh, filled with lots of puppy kisses. I had to like drop a few responsibilities to take care of the puppies, but I'm okay with that. This is important. That's all good. This hey, is what gets way, me. I, uh, I'll cut this. 
I'll cut this by I apologize if I'm sniffling and snotting and sneezing because I think I'm coming down with a cold. <laughs> oh, you're totally good. It happens. It's that time of year. Well, I thought it was allergies because I, like, I had a sneezing fit earlier today. And mm-hmm. then when I, I went to work and then I came home and I had like another sneezing fit. And then I was on the phone with, with this person <clears throat> and I started like sneezing 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 like i mean like 10 in a row and he was like you're getting sick and i was like no <laughs> i refuse i was like i don't have time to be sick i cannot be sick me i have too much Liter- shit to do literally me too speaking of too much shit going on do you want to get into this week's episode absolutely what are we talking about this week madeline oh we are talking about my best friend we're talking uh. about borderline personality disorder BPD. BPD. The booped. The booped. I think it's really interesting because I was talking to my roommates about it earlier this week and I was like, yeah, we're doing BPD. And everyone thinks it's bipolar personality or bipolar disorder. It's not. It's not bipolar disorder. It's borderline personality no. disorder. It's it's very often I'll talk about it in a little bit, but like it's it's confused with with bipolar very often actually. Yeah, I actually in my research I have a few notes on that actually, so that's really interesting. But since this is kind of your topic, do you want to take off, take the reins? So I was gonna kind of start out by talking about um, what is a borderline personality disorder. So some of the symptoms of borderline personality disorder um it's so it's an illness characterized by dramatic fluctuations in mood self-image and behavior so basically you are all over the place emotionally all the time but i'm sure you just get told that you're dramatic a lot (laughs) oh you get told that you're attention seeking I've been told that I'm self-absorbed. I've been told that I'm just looking for attention. I've been told that I just need to calm down. Like, I mean, you can imagine the... But it's not really something... It's not something you can control if you don't really have a grip on it. So, like... No, no. No, it's really not. So, I mean, there have been so many times... I mean, and, and I thought I was... I thought everyone felt this way. I thought, like, growing up, like, this is normal... Like, everyone goes from being happy to sad to mad to angry to horny to overly happy, like, in within 20 minutes, right? Yeah, no, I can't, I can't say that I've ever, can't say I've ever felt that emotion, but I'm sure other people do, so it's okay, you're good. (laughs) Right, but, um, so that's, that's, like, the main, what, you know, characterizes BPD, Mm -hmm. and, um, so people with BPD also have trouble, um, teasing apart their reality from what is real in regards to their behavior and their moods. So basically like we have trouble like differentiating between what's real and what's all in our head. Mm -hmm. So would you say, would you, is it okay if I ask questions as you're going through these notes? Of course. Yeah. I encourage it. Okay, cool. So would you say that it's more of like you spend a lot of time daydreaming or is it like more so oh, that course. you're like oh, okay? Yeah. I spend I spend so much time daydreaming. I overanalyze absolutely everything in my head before I do it, or before I say it, or before I feel it, or whatever. Um, it's just like a constant. I describe it as like a constant dialogue happening in my head with myself. Okay, and just like for for it's, me and for it's exhausting. Yeah, and for like for me and for our listeners, would you say that's what you like? Kind of being not being able to tell the difference between reality and fantasy. Kind of just like your daydreams and like these scenarios. Right. And and how you, like I project a lot of, I find myself projecting 
what I think people are feeling onto them. So like no matter what they're actually feeling, like I've convinced myself in the head in my head that like this is what they this is what they think about me. This is what they think about the situation. Like okay. there's no you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, so like, yeah, I'm, that makes sense. When okay, I cool. hear a thought in my head, I'm like, oh, this is reality. Like yeah. this is how this person feels or this is this is what happened or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. So there's that there's that fun shit, and then um, most of the time, people with BPD have troubled relationship with their loved ones, um, which I would say that every relationship in my life is probably rocky. It happens. Every single one. Yep, it happens. Um, and then I was going to talk about how it sometimes gets confused with bipolar disorder, whereas um, with bipolar disorder, you can be manic or very very up on a high mood for like days weeks at a time and then you will be like super down and depressed for weeks at a time mm-hmm. whereas with bpd you are all over the place all the time like i remember so it's like a day-to-day thing I, it's like yeah it's every single day so like at eight thirty, i could be up and happy and ready to go to a rave and then at eight forty, i could be crying in my pillow depressed and then by nine o'clock, I'm horny and want to screw anything that walks by. And then, <laughs> so it's like this like constant shift in moods that you just have no control over. Honestly, what a trooper for like dealing with that for what twenty five years. How old are you? Isn't that crazy? And yeah, and, uh, twenty six. Twenty six years. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, but um, so some of the, the some of the things that like you can uh, look for if you think someone has BPD is uh alcoholism is usually there um it's it's used a lot to escape reality because you can't decide what reality is so you just try to escape it and just feel happy which alcohol hello (laughs) been there done that yeah Um, i would use alcohol to just kind of feel normal as i would describe it Mm -hmm. um so another one would be so it's all like it's all these impulsive behaviors and unstable relationships and like it's all out of fear of abandonment. So, like, that's a big thing is, like, we are deathly afraid of being alone. So we just, when we meet someone or get to know someone that we like, we, like, cling on to them and just, like, smother them. And we're just, like, please don't leave me. Like, I love you. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, it could yeah. be a best friend. It could be a relationship. It could be, like, a family member. Like, it could be anyone. Any and relationship, yeah. in the BPD. Right. In the, in the BPD community, we describe it as our favorite person. Mm-hmm. So, like, at any given time, you could have a favorite person. So it could be you. It could be, you know, um you know, a boyfriend, it could be your mom, it could be whatever, but your favorite person a lot of times throughout your life will change and shift. So um, that's one thing that's really important to remember. If you are like in a relationship with someone who has BPD, like keep in mind whether or not you're their favorite person because they will smother you, like whether they intend to or not, because they have like this irrational fear of being left alone, you know. Mm -hmm. And it's important to have, I feel like that's, it's, Yeah, it's super important to have, like, good conversation about that, too. So, like, if you're someone that struggles with that, like, oh, make yeah. sure make sure you tell people in your relationships, like, hey, I'm sorry, like, this is what I deal with. Let's talk about it, how we can make it easier on both of us. Yeah, and, like, and it's, it's easy, I think, for, you know, like, in my past relationships, it's easy for someone to just assume that, like, I'm just being a bitch, or I'm just being self-absorbed, I'm just being whatever, like, 
I really can't help it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I'm not trying to randomly lash out in anger. I'm not trying to randomly be sad all the time. I'm not trying to randomly like be overly sexual or overly happy. Like my moods just do that, you know. But also and, like you've made the choice this summer and this year to like work on it and like acknowledge it. So that's good. That's really good. Right. I've definitely noticed a shift um recently whereas especially this past week being off my medication like I can feel my moods creeping up now whereas before they just happened yeah and now I can be like okay I'm starting to feel really angry for no reason so I'm going to recognize that and I'm going to find something to distract me or you know whatever so it's like there are ways to learn how to deal with it you know yeah so would you say for like you personally medication I know you've only been on it for like two months but so far would you say it has made like had a positive effect on your life I mean it definitely it definitely has I would say so it's it's of course well yeah give a little bit more time like more man yeah I mean it's definitely made things more manageable like it's I've definitely noticed that my moods are less severe and they don't swing as often so the the mood stabilizers definitely helped um mellow me out but um that's good I mean one thing yeah one thing that I was always scared of you know taking medication is like being afraid that you're not going to be yourself yeah that's a big fear everyone has everyone yeah like yeah like is this going to turn me into some kind of zombie where I'm just like a robot and I don't you know feel or act or yeah that's my biggest fear with starting ADHD medicine have you started it yet no I keep forgetting to call my psychiatrist why not because I keep forgetting, because I have ADHD. <laughs> right? I do the same shit. No, I'll get on it. I'll keep you guys updated. I can't better, have a cold. Better a cold than COVID. Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm pretty but, sure sneezing, like, isn't a sign of COVID. I think nah. if you're sneezing, you don't have COVID. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. Um. Okay, I was going to jump into some self-image shit. You want to talk about that? Yeah, let's go. Okay. Um. So another symptom of BPD would be having an unstable self-image. Um, that means you're like, you know, pretty much completely unsure of who you are as a person all the time. You keep changing your hair. You change your clothing style. You, you know, change your personality even. Like, I know that I would change my personality growing up depending on who I was around or who I was dating or whatever. Like I would identify as that person because I was so insecure with like who I was. Mm -hmm. So, so, um, and I still deal with that. I mean, if you look at like my pictures over the last, I don't know, couple years, like it looks like 20 different people. Like I'm constantly, you know, changing my self image in search of like, who I am as a person. Honestly, I'm amazed at I'm amazed at the amount of hairstyles you've had. Oh yeah, I've had so fucking many, dude. It's it's kind of impressive. It's it's I've had more hairstyles than Oprah. It's awful. Genuinely. (laughs) Yeah. But um what else was I gonna say? Oh, and then there's the that fun thing that you deal with sometimes called disassociation. Yes, I love disassociating. It's just a fun little field trip, but you're not actually going anywhere. Just your brain. Um, so just a couple things that can cause BPD, the three main things, um, one would be just genetics. I mean, having relatives that have it, um, so it is like a, so it is like a hereditary thing or it can be, it can be hereditary. And sometimes you'll have relatives that have bipolar disorder and then they'll have, you know, a relative that has BPD. So 
bipolar and BPD are very similar, but they are differently diagnosed. Yeah, and it's like a, a, a timeline. They are kind of like sister, they're like sister illnesses, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then past trauma, past traumas can kind of, you know, cause BPD, which I think mine was probably genetics and past traumas. Mm-hmm. And trauma can always like worsen just, symptoms. Right. Well, that's what my therapist said, is that I probably have always had BPD growing up, but I didn't really notice it until the traumas hit, and then it started getting unmanageable, is what she said. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, the only other thing that really causes it most of the time would be, like, just straight up having an imbalance in your brain, like, just straight up out of nowhere getting it. Like, you yeah. have no control over it. Yeah. Yeah. But... Oh, uh, anyway, did you have any notes? Did you have any notes on BP? I do. I got, I did like a few, I did kind of something similar as to what you did last week since uh, BPD is something that you've actually been diagnosed with. I just looked up some fun facts and I actually found one that has to do with PTSD that I thought was incredibly interesting. Are you ready for this? Oh, cool. Yes. yes I'm ready. So 75% of men diagnosed with um, BPD are actually misdiagnosed. They either have PTSD or depression. Yeah. So PTSD symptoms... Yeah, it's crazy. So PTSD symptoms in men tend to appear... Or excuse me, I flipped that around. Um, BPD symptoms in men actually are like PTSD symptoms. Um, Or that's how they are like typically shown. So yeah, kind of crazy. What a mind... What a mind fuck. So it, I, yeah, it's like literally seventy percent, seventy five percent of people are misdiagnosed. No, you're good. Seventy five percent, like that's so many. Yeah. Excuse me. Uh, of uh, male identifying people. Right. Well, I mean, that's the world of therapy and being diagnosed and borderline personality disorder. Like, is so complicated because it is one of those diseases or illnesses or whatever you want to call it that is hard to diagnose because the symptoms can have there there are so many different kinds mm-hmm. and so it's easily misdiagnosed and a lot of once you are diagnosed a lot of therapists actually don't even do BPD like I saw that's actually hold on, do, 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 do. hold on that's my next point that's actually really interesting <laughs> that is my exact next point <laughs> is it really yes yeah, so my next point oh, is actually that BPD is one of the most difficult mental illnesses to find therapy for, not only because a lot of therapists struggle with um, treating patients with BPD, it's just because it's something they're not comfortable with, but a lot of patients with BPD actually have a hard time in return finding a therapist that they can actually trust. Oh, yeah. Would you say, would you say in your experience, like you had, you had a difficult time finding a person that you actually trusted and was like worth your time so to speak i mean i went through two therapy i'm on the second one so yeah it takes time you gotta you kind of gotta shop around for a therapist it does it it really does especially because like the first one i went to just didn't do borderline personality disorder she just didn't do bpd Mm -hmm. and so she basically referred me out to someone else who does and that's who i've been currently seeing even though I haven't seen her for like three weeks, mm-hmm. I, it happens. I ha- I also haven't seen my ther I haven't seen my therapist in three weeks. But me and her like text every week to check up, see how I'm doing. Oh, that's the perfect therapist. Literally, she's the best. Uh, hi guys. I don't know what just happened. My computer literally just died at like fifty percent. 
So I'm sorry if we uh, jump topics. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Um, so I'm sorry if we jump topics real hard. I believe we were talking about how you are on a new therapist and um, it was hard to like, you want to find someone that genuinely cares about you and like is invested. Yeah, I want to find someone that genuinely like will will text me or, you know, check in or whatever. And know yeah, for sure. Names and, you know, shit like that. That is all the fun facts I looked up. I had another, I had like other fun facts, but they were mostly things that you already looked up. But I also, okay, I thought this would be fun. You also did this last episode. I think it would be fun if we did it every episode. I looked up different celebrities that have um, BPD. You did? Yes. And I have a few. Okay. So I thought one that I thought was really cool because I thought she was iconic is Angelina Jolie. Oh. And, like, some of these I was surprised by because I was like, hmm, I wouldn't actually, I don't know. I just didn't actually, I don't know. I wouldn't have thought that. Um, so Angelina Jolie is one. Nicolas Cage is one. Uh, I could see that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know a ton about Nicolas Cage. I've, like, seen his movies, and I'm not, like, a huge fan of him as an actor. Um, I, an opinion. Um, but, yeah, he has, yeah. He has BPD. Yeah. <laughs> and let's see who else do we have. What we a have badass. Br- we have one that I thought was a little bit more, like, obvious. Uh, Britney Spears. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, the rest of them were ruined by Puppy. Um, what? Oh, sorry. Um, sorry, I have a friend in the room that is sitting in here while we're recording, and she's like, she just looked at me, she goes, Halsey has BPD. So does Kanye West. I love that she just knows these things. Halsey and Kanye West? Yeah, I see Kanye West. I can see him. Thank you. Thank you, Sophie Allen, for the, uh... The BPD shout out. I can definitely see that shit. Yeah, Kanye West, I can see. Who was the other one, Sophie? Halsey? Halsey? I can see Halsey. I love Halsey. I simp for Halsey. I hate to love her, but I love her. Wait, pause. Cancel on the Halsey. Wait, is it? Borderline personality disorder. Halsey is bipolar. It's okay. We take it back. Correction. Oh, it gets misdiagnosed so many times. It's okay. It's okay. It happens. Halsey is bipolar. Ah. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. So yeah, that's 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 the that's this that's that's, that's what we got. That was a really good stutter. Good job, Elizabeth. Mm, I wrote, I'm eating crackers. <laughs> oh, you're good. That's all the notes I have. I did. I like. I did want to talk about how it's like maybe some of the moments that it's it's impacted your personal life the most. Oh God. Well, we'll get into that. Oh, you don't have to. Definitely. Because there's like so many. Because I feel like I feel like that stuff we can get into on like like topic episodes like mm-hmm. relationships family mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is there something like maybe like something little you want to share that you could be like hey this is how like bpd affected me in this way also mocha says hello also do you want a dog oh, okay no okay continue so have i told you how i actually um went about going to get diagnosed with bpd no but i would love to hear the story yeah so um my favorite person actually suggested this TV show that I watch, and it's um, called Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Uh-huh. Have you heard of it? Yeah, I've heard of it. So, yeah, so he just tells me that I'm going to like it, and I have a lot in common with it, and blah, 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 and so I'm like, Oh, no. So I start, watch- so I start watching it, right? Mm-hmm. And, hold on, sneeze, damn. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> Bless you. God, it's so annoying. Bless you. Oh my god. You don't have to bless me every time. It's okay. I get it. <laughs> um, so I start watching the show and um I discover that the lead character played by Rachel Bloom, who is absolutely phenomenal, 
um, has some mental health issues going on. So I'm like uh, intrigued. And Mm -hmm. also what intrigued me is that every episode is um, a musical. So it had the whole show is a musical and it has like a couple different songs that are written by Rachel Bloom um, in each episode. So immediately my theater kid was drawn in. Oh, of course. So basically, basically this girl, like, uh, it's just a story about her life, and it turns out that she has borderline personality disorder, and so as I'm watching the show, I start identifying with, like, I know sometimes you can watch a show, and you'd be like, oh, I understand, but, like, I was this show. Like, I was watching it, and I was like, this show is my life. Like, Mm -hmm. this is, I I act like that. I say those things. I dress that way. I do this, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, this seems weird. So I start researching. You're just like, this is hitting a little too close to, a little too close to home. Right. I'm like, this is a little too close to home. So I'm like, I feel like, like, really connected to this. And so I, like, I looked up BPD and all the symptoms and stuff, and I was like, this really explains a lot if this is what's going on, you know? For sure, yeah. And so, yes, yeah, so I contacted someone finally, and, like, and, you know, the first time I talked to the therapist, she was like, go get a psych eval mm-hmm. today, and I was like, okay, so I go get a psych eval, and... I like, and so the, I, I like sat there and like did the whole hour long interview with the psychiatrist and he said, yep, sounds like borderline personality disorder. And I was like really thankful to know that like, oh, wow, this came to me and like, I know what's going on now and I can like know how to handle it. Mm-hmm. But it Honestly, was- getting, getting a diagnosis is so, it's crazy, but it's so comforting because you're like, okay, it can be fixed. It really is, because you, you found, like, what group you belong to. Yeah. But anyway, I just wanted to tell you about how my story went. It was, it's really funny being in the in the psych ward, like, waiting room. Mm-hmm. Because there were some, like, weirdos in there, and I was like, ha, 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 you crazy people. And then I was like, oh, wait, I'm in here. Yeah, I love the weirdos. I am the weirdos. Right? Yeah, it's the there best. There like, some schizophrenics and shit in there, and I was like, holy man. Uh, I can't wait to do an episode on that. Crazy. <laughs> oh me too i'm very excited soon really soon for sure all right do you have anything else to say on bpd no i think that um i think we'll learn more about it as our episodes go on for sure we have a lot of topics coming up that i think will bring to light even more of my bpd stories Mm-hmm. for sure well you want to tell people where they can find us at i would absolutely love to tell people where they can find us at Everybody, all of you lovely listeners, you can find us on Facebook and YouTube at The Mental Breakdown Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at The Mental Breakdown Pod, and you can find us on Twitter at The Mental Break 3. Maddie, would you like to share with our listeners where they can listen to us? Yeah, yo, if you want to listen to us, which hopefully you already are, you can tune into Spotify, you can tune into SoundCloud, you can even tune into Apple Podcasts. We are on all that shit. Go listen. And remember, Breakdown Babes, you got this and on days that you don't we got we got you. we got you eventually we, got we you. will get it right <laughs> <laughs> we need to rehearse it more really oh the last episode it sounded pretty good episode whatever because i'm bad at counting five four four. Oh, i it's because i it's because i edited the shit out of that well you're amazing you did that <laughs> I made it happen. All right, breakdown babes, we love you guys. See you guys next week, and thank you f- again for listening. Yes. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Perfect timing because the dogs are gonna start barking now. Two girls living in a disorder.